In this episode of our podcast, we're going to be looking at um, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13, um, and the concepts of what it means to withstand, um, and then having done all to stand, we're supposed to stand, and then looking at truth and righteousness. Um, These are the areas that uh, we have our first uh, pieces of armor. And so we're going to look at that. In verse 13, it says, For this reason, take up the full armor of God, so that you may be able to resist in the evil day, and having prepared everything to take your stand, stand. And so the idea of withstanding or resisting there um, is important for us because it goes back again to the idea of we're not supposed to be the one doing the fighting. Uh, Christ is the one who does the fighting for us. Um, I'm not the one who has to try to win the battle. Uh, in essence, what I'm supposed to do is I'm supposed to put on the armor and I'm supposed to let it keep me safe in Christ um, rather than trying to fight. So the armor helps me to withstand um, the shots that the enemy will try to give me uh, throughout the day. Now, there's a couple of things that are very important from this. Number one, knowing that I am to withstand against the enemy means that I will take shots, that I will have the fiery darts uh, fired at me. Um, when it comes to this idea of being in the warfare, we have to understand we're actually going to be in battle. We're not going to um, just put on our armor and stand there and um, not have to um, endure anything. Um, this is a an active warfare. Um, we must endure the attacks. Um, we put the armor on, um, the enemy is going to um, attack us. And then we have to stand in the armor to prevent further damage. Um, that's the whole idea of the armor, is to protect us from any of the damage uh, that we can endure as long as we stand in the armor. Now, I, due to the armor, am able to take the attacks or withstand the attacks while I'm standing firm in Christ. That's the purpose of the armor. The purpose of the armor is not for me to fight in it. The purpose of the armor is for me to um, be able to withstand the attacks while I'm standing in Christ. My armor, fully worn and functional, will allow me to withstand these attacks. The beautiful thing about the armor that we have is that um, when Christ uh, is our truth, uh, when we are focused on uh, being able to live a life of righteousness, um, we have a shield of faith, and you continue to go down the list, these things are able to um, keep us. These things are able to protect us um, and allow us to be able to withstand any of the attacks that Satan is going to be able to do. Now, Paul makes a statement here in verse 13 and 14 where he says, Having done all to stand, stand therefore. And that kind of makes you wonder, well, what exactly is he meaning? My job is to make sure that I have the armor on fully. 
and I'm not to do any more than that. My job is not to put on my armor, go grab my sword, and try to run out to the battlefield and start swinging my sword. My job is to make sure that I have the armor on and nothing more. And if I have the armor on, I can fully stand. But again, it's not me standing in my strength. It's me standing in Christ because I will have full confidence in Christ. If I have the full um, amount of armor on and I have it on properly, then I will be able to have full confidence in Christ. And what this does then is it shows that my faith will be greater than any fear that I have. It's not that when you have your armor on, you're not going to have uh, fear ever again. That's not the case. Anytime that you're in battle, anytime that you're being attacked, you're going to be uh, having some fear in your life. But your faith is going to end up being greater than that because of the confidence you have in Christ. Um And when you have the full armor on, you'll know that you'll be standing in Christ and not yourself, not your strength, and not your own abilities. And so that allows your confidence to be that much greater to be able to stand in the midst of the battle. Now, when it comes to um, standing, the reason why we can't stand in fear is because of really four key areas. We don't stand in fear because of, number one, anxiety, uh, because we get anxious about things. Number two is indecisiveness. Whenever we have fear, we um, are really indecisive. We don't know exactly what decision is the right one to make, which leads then to number three, a lack of focus. And a lack of focus then leads to number four, which is failure in the goal. We're not able to do exactly what we should be doing because of the way that the anxiety, the indecisiveness, and the lack of focus uh, comes about in our life. However, if we're standing in our faith and we're standing in the full armor of God, rather than anxiety, we have calm. And we have calm because we know that Christ is the one who we're standing in. Rather than having indecisiveness, we are focused on the Word, and the Word brings decisiveness. We're able to make decisions. We're able to stand in Christ uh, more confidently when we're focused on the Word, which brings number three. Instead of a lack of focus, we have a focus on the Lord, and we keep our eyes on Him. And number four, rather than having failure in the goal, we have success because it's found in Christ and knowing Him more through each battle that we go through. And so these are the reasons why we're able to stand and withstand is because of the faith that we have and because of who our faith is in. So now Paul gets to the point of a couple of the pieces of the armor that we're going to look at here. And the first one is the um, waist or the belt of truth. And he says in verse 14, Stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist, and then righteousness like armor on your chest. And so we'll look at the belt of truth first, and then we'll look at the breastplate of righteousness. And of course, we've already quoted John 14, 6 multiple times in this podcast already. And in John 14, 6, it's where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. So... We have to understand that truth is Jesus Christ. Jesus is truth. 
And we cannot know truth apart from Jesus. There's no way that we can know truth apart from Jesus. Um, We also have to say that we cannot know truth apart from His Word. And the reason we say that is because of John chapter 1, verse 1, where it says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And so we understand that Jesus Christ is the Word as well. And so with both of those, we cannot know truth apart from Him. We also realize there is no absolute truth apart from Jesus because Jesus is absolute truth. And uh, the belt of truth holds everything and all the other pieces of the armor together. And so truth is that vitally important for us. And we have to make sure that if we don't have the truth established from the start, none of the other pieces of the armor are going to be important. And that truth is key. So we have to make sure that we understand that from the start. We have to understand that we believe in the Word. We believe that our faith is in the Word. And we believe what the Word says in order to be able to hold everything else together. Um, The difficulty comes because, number one, Satan is the father of lies, and he'll always try to use a version of the word against us. Now, what I mean by that is he did this to, to Adam and Eve in the garden. He even did this to Jesus himself whenever Jesus was uh, in the wilderness being tempted. What he does is he takes passages, he takes um, parts of Scripture, and he uses them and manipulates them and twists them and adds to and takes away in order to uh, make it sound decent. And so this is why it's so important for us to establish that we know the Word in our hearts, um, that we are in the Word daily, because Satan is going to try with everything he can to take the Word and twist it. And so Satan, being the father of lies, Um, is able to do that very easily. And if we don't know the Word and we're not um, solid in the Word, it's going to be very hard for us. Number two is because truth goes against culture. Part of the difficulty is because truth goes against culture. We will learn more about Jesus and our relationship with Him in the waiting and standing in the battle than us trying to do. Now, the reason why that's important for us is because One of the things that our culture teaches us is to be active. One of the things our culture teaches us is to, um, in essence, go after it. Um, To be patient, to wait, to stand um, is kind of countercultural. And the hardest part of our trials or our battles is seeing them in light of eternity like God does. See, we're, we're in such a, uh, best way to call it, it's a microwave culture. It's instant gratification. Um, we want what we want now. We don't want to have to wait for it. And a lot of times our decisions are not made with long-term perspective. Our decisions are made with um, instant gratification in mind. And so what we do then is we try to make our decisions with what little bit of knowledge we have right in front of us rather than understanding that our decisions have to be made with eternity in mind. And 
that's the way God views us. God doesn't view us in the moment. God sees our life in light of eternity, and that's how we have to try to understand uh, our life, our circumstances, our battles. And it's hard to see our current struggles in light of Jesus making us more like Him. A lot of the battles and a lot of the uh, trials that we have is really Jesus um, wanting us to see Him and Him making us more like Him every single day. And that's really hard. When you're going through the difficult battles, um, it's really hard to try to be encouraged that Jesus is making you more like Him. Um, It's really difficult to see that uh, and to be joyful in that. Most of the time, you can only do that after the fact. Um, We also have to understand that God cares more about the ministry He does in our life than what He does for others through you. Now, this is important um, because I know for me, for instance, as a pastor, uh, you're so focused on uh, what you're able to do in the life of other people, what you're able to do in uh, ministering to other people that... Oftentimes you forget God wants to, his purpose is to minister into you. Um, when you're reading, when you know, for instance, when I'm reading scripture, it's really hard sometimes to just let that scripture wash over me and let it be strictly for me. Because oftentimes you're looking at it and saying, oh, that would be such an awesome sermon. Uh, that would help so many people. It'd be so encouraging. Um, but yet what he's wanting to do is he's wanting to bring that out to you. And oftentimes we miss the truth that Christ is trying to bring in our own lives um, because we, we see uh, scripture that we want to be able to share with other people. And so we have to be aware that God truly does care more about the ministry of my life and what he's doing for me and what my perspective of him is than what he's going to do through me. And so we have to keep this truth in mind and we keep this truth in mind by staying in the word daily. These truths that will help us to be able to stand come from being in the word daily. The next one that we have is the breastplate of righteousness. And with the breastplate of righteousness, it I think one of the best ways to describe this would be the intentions of the heart. Um, and, and what I mean by that is um, our right motives. Um, you can only have right motives when the truth is your guide. Um, we have to sit down oftentimes and... We can. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want it to seem harsh saying it this way. But there's 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 times that we can serve for the sake of serving. We can do for the sake of doing, not because we are wanting to, but because we feel like we have to. And our motives aren't there. We can do a ministry. Because we think we are supposed to, not because we really want to. We can serve others and do um, different projects. We can uh, do ministry in their lives, but it's because we feel like we have to. And those motives aren't right. Those intentions aren't right. When um, we go to try to help someone... um, uh, you know, it's kind of like the uh, the mentality of uh, taking somebody a bag of food or taking somebody a meal and then taking a picture of yourself while you're doing it. 
um, in order to get the recognition for it. Um, I've seen that meme um, before. It's one of those things like that. When, when our intentions are to be recognized or noticed for what we do, then that takes away from the the purpose of, of why we're supposed to do what we're, we're supposed to do. Um, our culture is all about recognition. Um, we want to make sure, you know, that's one of the things that, um, you know, when, when you look at social media, uh, social media is the perfect platform for uh, constant recognition. Um, and, and please don't get me wrong. I don't think that there's anything wrong with recognizing someone for what they do. But make sure someone else recognizes you. Don't let it be one of those things that you've got to make sure that you point it out uh, to get recognized. Um, and if someone does recognize you, don't let it go to your head. Uh, it's a matter of having the right intentions with what we do. It's a matter of having a heart that is focused on righteousness, doing right, right motives, not a heart that is focused on trying to make sure that we do things in order to get noticed. That's pharisaical. That's what the Pharisees would do, is they wanted to make sure they were noticed for everything that they did. Um, very rarely, uh, you know, th- think about the miracles that Jesus would do, and Jesus would tell the person that he had just healed, um, don't go tell anybody about this. Um, and, and that was to make sure that people weren't able to figure out who he was at the time um, because he didn't want the recognition for it. And I think that many times um, we have to be able to realize it's not about us getting the recognition. It's about us giving the recognition to God and making sure that he gets the glory for it uh, and making sure that our intentions are right when we do uh, what we do. Now, the next um, passage that we're going to be um, looking at is uh, going to be verse 15. But before we get there, I think that we're going to be looking at something that's very important. And it's going to deal with truth and it's going to deal with um, this righteousness. And it's going to be our next podcast. And it's dealing with three of the toughest letters that we have in our lives. And it's the question, why? And what I want to do is I want to focus on how Satan uses the question why to really attack truth and righteousness in our lives. And how that this one question can alter how we really live our Christian lives. And how that it can affect our truth and righteousness so much that it can cause us to not be able to stand, to not be able to keep our armor on and really challenge us. So that's where we want to go with our next podcast. And then after we focus on those three letters, we're going to continue with uh, the armor and then we're going to be moving toward the book of Genesis. So I hope that this has encouraged you and challenged you today. I pray that uh, you continue to be in the Word. And again, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, uh, and you've never uh, repented of your sins, I encourage you uh, to understand that all of us are sinners. Uh, The Bible says that uh, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and that you repent of your sins 
and that you surrender your life and ask Jesus to be Lord of your life. If you have any questions, I encourage you to contact a pastor, contact a friend that you know is a follower of Christ, uh, contact me, and we would love to sit down and go deeper uh, in making sure that you understand the gospel message of Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died for your sins uh, so that you could have eternal life. And so I encourage you again to be in the Word today. Go share uh, what you've learned in the Word today with somebody uh, and share the gospel with them if you can. And we look forward to being back with you in our next podcast. Mm-hmm.